What's for tea, darling? <laughs> darling, I said, what's for tea? What's for tea, daughter? Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Live from the Green Room. We're here in the green room. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) So what was that? What did we just listen to? That was Heinz Baked Beans by The Who. It's on their album, The Who Sell Out, and that was released in 1967. And uh, so weird little song. So what do you think about that? Yeah, what's for tea, darling? <laughs> what's for tea, darling? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're supposed to is would would you hear this and you would see a, a picture or would would there be a video of like the baked beans or? Well, it's okay. Interesting you say that because the record itself is is really nice. Like it's it's really cool. It's interesting. It's basically like the Who members, um, you know, like okay, okay, hang on. I have to. I, okay, I have to start this over before we talk about the, the record itself. Okay, so the Who sell out basically because <laughs> it's it's weird. You're like, what the heck is this song? It needs a bit of explanation. Okay, so the Who sell out. Right, this was released in 1967. This is a really bizarre album. So basically, it's it's like a compilation of it's it's like this this mismatch, this kind of mixed bags, this mixed bag of a whole bunch of their songs that they've collected over time and i think they like they just like it was t- came time for them to release an album so they they kind of just took from here and there but um but i i think underlying it all there's a whole there, there's this um irony to it because there's a lot of these fake commercials there's a lot of fake commercials on oh, that album jingle. this is like a jingle kind yeah of. That's like, exactly that's what it is. yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a jingle and apparently actually after they released this album they faced a lot of lawsuits because oh they didn't really ask permission that they didn't no. get the Heinz people on board before they, they made no it. <laughs> so it's kind of weird like how do you interpret this is it a nod to like pirate radio you know is it um i don't know is it like an appreciation of british culture like <laughs> I don't know. So other than the beans, what else was on this album? There was a couple other songs. Yeah. Or? Okay. So so the big song, the song that everyone knows from this album is "I Can See for Miles," right? And that's a famous song. But then there's a, but it, it's honestly like a really, uh, like charming album. Like there's just something. There's a lot of really nice tunes on it that seem out of character because then the Who came out with like a lot of concept albums that were much more cohesive. You know, the obvious one is like Tommy and Quadrophenia, these rock operas. Um, but the Who sell out, even though it seems cohesive, like it would be a, a bunch of advertisement uh, advertisements. If you actually listen to it, it's it's really hodgepodge. Really hodgepodge. Just that name. It's a bit. It's a bit cheeky. It's, a it's bit... very cheeky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very cheeky. So I guess so the real question is though, why are we talking about baked beans at all right now? Yeah, why are we even talking about baked beans? Um, because today we're talking about food. Today we're talking about food. The theme for today is Ode to Food. So we want to get songs that truly celebrate food. Celebrate food? Yeah, or at least at least feature food very prominently. Yeah, at least feature food. And so the inspiration for this was, um, I'm pretty sure we were out for dinner for like the first time 
you know, at like a sit down on a terrace, like since the pen. Well, it's still the pandemic, but you know, it's it's cool enough. Over a year, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was kind of a big deal, and I don't know. I was thinking of Cheeseburger in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett, and you know, it all just kind of we're, we we just got thinking about songs that feature food, and there's a surprisingly few amount. It's hard. It's hard to find ones that really feature food and aren't just using food as a metaphor. Yeah. For. Well, sex. Usually, it's 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 sex. Let, let's let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah, that's the the funny thing is that it's really hard to find a song that celebrates food. You know, and you're kind of thinking like, why? Why, why? is that so hard? Yeah. You why think- is that so hard? What do you think? I think people. I, mean, I don't know. I guess when the songwriters go to write a song, maybe they they feel like they have to have something deep and meaningful to say, something provocative and. Mm. Maybe they don't think they get that reaction with just a good old song about food or... I know. I guess it, it goes to show like how we view food in a way. It's just like a need. It's just a commodity. It's just, It's almost know. a funny thing. Cause I th- like it, was, we, it was hard to find ones that weren't just comical. Like, that, yeah. It was really just a lot of... That's true. A lot of comedy songs that was coming up. But That's I think so we, we have a nice little selection. I think we do too. I think we do too. But um, but honestly, it was hard to find songs that really celebrate food. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like food should be celebrated. Yeah, I I don't have the wherewithal to write a good song. But if I did, I'd really, I'd, I think I'd want at least one big food song on my yeah. on my premiere album. You know? Yeah, it, it's I know food songs. It's either jokey or maybe it's for kids. Like we were talking before about the Wiggles fruit salad. I don't know. Initially, I was thinking of putting it, but I'm like, oh, that will kill the vibe. You know, <laughs> it will well, kill the vibe. <laughs> I'm not sure how the vibe's gonna be after this one, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But it is really an interesting topic. Just food and music and and kind of like lack of food which i think i think you really hit the nail on the head like food sorry not food music it's it's got to be serious it's got to be deep you know and if it's if it's not deep it's going to be jokey you know and food occupies this weird space where it's like i don't know i guess we don't feel such a connection to food such a spiritual deep connection to food which is odd because it's very like in a lot of other ways food is is deeply connected like religiously and it's a lot it's a very it's very obviously you eat it every day like it's very ingrained in all cultures and all and all ceremony or not all ceremonies but many ceremonies yeah there's kind of a tension there like it's it's something we do every day mm-hmm. and so in that way it's very normal and very mundane but it sustains us and it brings us so much joy yeah so there's a tension there there's a tension there we should celebrate food i guess that's maybe the moral of this story i guess so i guess so we should celebrate food yeah oh but by the okay jumping over here but we were talking about the oh yeah, so <laughs> the album the <laughs> yeah. album itself but okay right 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 so so the album is the who sell out sorry we're, we're really like taking a step back here but <laughs> if you ever see the album art it's pretty cool because it's all the members of the who kind of you know advertising the products that they're like false advertising you know so for heinz baked beans it's roger daltrey in a tub of beans <laughs> like like literally in a tub of beans just, and it, yeah like sitting waist up sort of sitting, yes like like the beans are essentially the water the <laughs> who the who have an interesting thing with beans i don't know if any listeners have seen tommy uh the movie tommy but have you did, did yeah, i make you yeah, watch it yeah, i did i yeah, did that was like one of our first dates i think <laughs> <laughs> like actually oh my god that's true <laughs> that's so funny but do you remember that scene yeah you, there, there do you one. remember that scene you fell asleep 
I didn't fall asleep in this. No, what was the, it was the mother, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was being all accusatory, but I guess you didn't fall asleep. Okay. No, I fell asleep. <laughs> I have to defend myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but there's that scene with Anne Margaret where she's like beans just start appearing through the like like streaming through the television. It's this very surreal scene. And I mean, it had to like they did it in one take. There's no way because it's in this all white room and she's being just like covered in baked beans and chocolate. And chocolate. That's a weird mix. Remember baked beans and chocolate from that in that white room? Yeah. She's I remember, like I remember what writhing like. around in the yeah, beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Who have, have a thing for beans, but I guess. It's, Is that just a British thing you think? Is like because they have that with their with their breakfast in the morning. They have, I guess, beans all the time. Yeah, I think it's a British thing. I think it's a British thing. I don't know. Personally, I, I actually love baked beans. Like, I love, love, love baked beans. It's a real treat for me to get a can of the baked beans. Like, not the lard kind, but the tomato kind. And, um, yeah, I, I love that. You you don't. No. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, if it's a survival situation, you know, I could probably eat, eat a can of beans. But... To just sit down, like just to open up a can of beans and dig in with a spoon. I don't know about that. That seems. What is it? You know, it's the tomato. It's the texture. It's the to- <laughs> it's 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 uh yeah. I don't know. It's off putting. I know my I know my mother likes to have like beans on toast, which is beans this, on toast are great. This seems weird, but all you don't right. like beans on toast. I like I said. I, I when I have the full English breakfast, I'll have like the little like yeah. the little tin, like the littlest like like one spoonful of beans, and mm. that's enough. If I have that once a year, twice a year, that's enough beans. That's my favorite favorite part of the English breakfast. <laughs> well, you don't eat the eggs, you don't eat the ham. It's so true. it's really true. You're gonna have a tough one. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, baked beans are delicious. I remember the first time I discovered baked beans. I, I it was really like, whoa, I love this food. But you know what? I also think there was a psychological element to it because okay, the who. When I was in grade eight, I was, I don't think I've had a band that I was more obsessed with than The Who in my life. In my life, I was freaking obsessed with The Who. Like, obsessed. That's a pretty good band to be obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, now it's kind of like petered out a little bit and I'm I'm more chill, but I used to be obsessed with them. So I think also the love of Heinz Baked Beans had to do with the love of The Who. They're connected. This is it. They're connected. All right. All right. Well, I look forward to hear more of The Who. Yeah, well, definitely, but... Not on not this playlist. Not yeah. no. We we heard the who. We heard enough. <laughs> we heard enough. Should we should we play them again and play them out? It's a short little one. You want to play it again? Yeah. All right, we can play it again. Okay. So coming up again, we got a uh, Heinz baked beans by the Who on their album The Who Sell Out, released in 1967. One, two, three, four. What's for tea, darling? Darling, I said, what's for tea? What's for tea, daughter? More music, more music, more music, more music. 
Okay, I'm kind of curious. Why of all, like, like why listen? To, why do you want to listen to it twice? I was trying to kill it because it went by so fast the first time. I, I, I thought I almost missed where it, like was talking with the beans at all. I was, I was having a hard time. You know, it. that's true. It, it says Heinz baked beans like kind of quietly in once. In once, all right, all right. Yeah, you know where it goes. Heinz baked beans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. That, that was just that was just my my take on it. So I wanted to hear it one more time. Also, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and that I mean that's the vibe. Honestly, I think kind of of the whole album. It, it's fun. There's another song I'll, I'll play for you one day called Tattoo, which I think you'll like. It, it's all just playful songs. Okay, okay. So you got tattoos. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move right along. Okay, so what do we got coming up next? All right, we're going in a different direction. Like I said, I found it kind of hard to find true songs that are truly an ode to food. And so this was more... Food is a metaphor. I guess it, it straddles the line, let's say that. And this is uh, Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America on their 1994 album, The Presidents States of the United... Or the, the presidents, presidents of the United States of America. That's hard to say twice. Wait a second. So the band is called the the Presidents of the United States of America. And their premiere, their first album, was also called the Presidents of the United States of America. What's the deal with them? Like, why? I don't do, know. do you know? I uh, I looked into it. I think they just. I think it's just kind of tongue in cheek. They're just, they're kind of like an indie folk band. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Let's get, let, let her play. Let her play. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Peaches come from a can
All right, and that was the presence of the United States of America, Peaches, on the album of the same name. Uh, yeah, so that was 1994 and recorded in Seattle. This is their uh, trio from Seattle. It does feel very grunge. Yeah, you get the grunge energy there. This yeah. is, yeah, quite the Nirvana times. Yeah, it was. Well, actually, okay, so 1994, that's when Kurt Cobain died. No, yes. it was 94 he died? Yes, it was because, and I know this because, he died the day I was born, which oh. is April 5th, 1994, <laughs> so this I know. Okay, okay, well then you're, you're, you're the expert in this one. I, I, for some reason I thought he was a bit earlier, but alright. Yep. Yeah. Apparently the, the lead singer Chris Ballow uh, wrote the song, well he's, he was, this is the story, I'm not mm-hmm, sure how true this mm-hmm. is. He was sitting underneath a peach tree waiting for a girl that he liked to come. And oh he, really? He, that's when he thought of the song. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Because okay, so this it's kind of funny because okay, initially I'm thinking, oh, okay, peaches. Yes, this is so clearly a metaphor in the same way that like pie or whatever. Actually, he does mention pie at one point, like <laughs> the, the way it's a metaphor. But then at the beginning, there's this part where he talks about like peaches, like being processed in a can, like and they're put they're canned, yeah. and this happens downtown, and you're kind of like. This doesn't feel like a metaphor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually just talk about peaches sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of, I love that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hard. I think it it, it it comes off kind of in the middle, you know? It's not quite just a metaphor song, but it's not quite just a ode to food. But let's, okay, I think we should note, though. So, the past Heinz Baked Bean song and then this Peaches song... They're both pretty jokey. We have not yeah. had a serious food song yet. That's true. It's true. Well, as far as the, the presence of the United States of America go, this was their only major commercial success. So it's pretty serious to them. Like, this, is, like, this album and this song in particular was the only song that actually like made the charts. But like jokey songs can still make the charts. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying it's serious for them. You know? it's, <laughs> it's serious for them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Cool. It is pretty grungy. It's got a grungy feel. It's got the grungy energy, and yeah. they got some weird track, like fight scene track. Okay, going yeah, on. yeah. Okay, I don't I'm sure what that is in the back. Do you know what's up in that? No. No, I think they just like thought karate sounded cool. I'm not sure. Sometimes it's as simple as that. You know, it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> no shame in that. All right. Do you want to? Yeah. Move on to the next one. Let's move right along. Okay. So okay, so that song I found like was a mixture between grunge and and countryish. Like there was definitely a. A country flavor to it. I don't know, like moving out to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. I don't know, maybe not musically, but at least in the lyrics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling. Yeah, so it's kind of indie country vibe. So the next song that I'm gonna play, I honestly think has a bit of a similar energy to that in that it straddles that like country indie line. Although it's definitely not even on both sides, but but there's definitely those two flavors are mixing together and marinating to create a great song. <laughs> Thinking food, you know, I got food yeah. on the brain. <laughs> All right. So the next song coming up is called Dirty Dirty Rice, and that's by a band called Timbuk3. You can already tell it's kind of like cheeky. <laughs> Timbuk3, haha, you know. And um, this, so the album, right, is uh, Edge of Allegiance and is released in 1989. So it's a little bit, a little bit earlier. And I really love this band. This band, okay, so they have one hit, which maybe I'm sure you'd recognize, which is uh, The Future's So Bright I Gotta Wear Shades. That was their... <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good line. <laughs> you know, they're, they're funny, you know. So that was the one hit. But honestly, they have so many other 
great, great songs. In particular, they have this one song called The B-Side of Life, which I honestly, I, I listen to it periodically just to kind of, I don't know, lift my spirits. It's just uh, it's just about a couple, you know, and I think it's pretty autobiographical. It's about a couple. Oh, and Timbuktu, they're a couple from Madison, Wisconsin. There's not, there's not three of them? No. Well, actually, I think later on someone else did join them, but initially... Okay, okay. It's funny, eh? I know you'd think that. I thought it'd be a trio, but all right, all right. (laughs) I know, they got three in the name. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just this very sweet song about about, um, how they had a hit once, and it was a big deal, and they made all this money, and people want to hang out with them, and now they're just, you know, living on the B side of life, and, you know, simple things. He loves his wife, he loves just, you know, eating in front of the TV, and hanging out, and having a good time, and it's just a very sweet song, I think, in a world that's you get kind of caught up in um, the race of it all and and uh, trying to, you know, make it and be fabulous and make your mark. So it's a lovely song. But anyways, that's this is not the song we're going to play. <laughs> but we are, I'm, I know I'm hyping it up. <laughs> yeah. But what we are going to play is another great song by them. And that's, again, Dirty Dirty Rice, Tim Book 3. The album Edge of Allegiance released in 1989. Let's have a listen. Chicken and dirty, dirty rice. All my bros on Sunset know there's nothing to compete. No flop or rescue mission serves nutrition so complete. It's downright good eating, but there's just no beating the price. Dirty deep fried chicken and dirty, dirty rice. Dirty deep fried chicken and dirty, dirty rice.
that was dirty no not dirty deep fried chicken dirty dirty rice they don't they don't include the chicken in the title <laughs> it's just dirty dirty rice again timbuk three the album edge of allegiance released in 1989 and i think that's a bop i like that song what do you think i like it too and you know i'm su- i'm surprised how similar in tone it was to peaches like it's I, I, I haven't listened, well, I guess I haven't listened to a lot of, like, 90s music just consecutively, like, different bands from the same era together, but they there's definitely a flavor. There's oh, a, man, there's totally that, yeah, and again, I think it's that funny, like, country indie. Country indie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, yeah, they, the guitar is, like, the main instrument, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of fans to, fanciness to it, they're not. They got the violin there, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, she played the violin, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, but again, it's like a, it's a jokey song, you know, it's another jokey song about food. We're not getting, any, we are not getting any serious songs, you know? No, it's not. Are we? Oh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it depends. It depends what you, what you feel is serious or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, I don't know. I should write a serious song about food. Yeah. Oh, what would that what be? Would, yeah. What would that be? <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> yeah. I know. Cause even if you just say. Like would okay, so would the seriousness have to be in the lyrics? Would it have to be in the music? Like, I mean, probably both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it would. Well, I think that's a real challenge for anyone. Anyone who can write like a really good serious song about food. You yeah, know? that's my challenge. <laughs> putting out into the world. I mean, okay, so imagine a song where you're like, you're essentially expressing your gratitude to food yeah. for giving you life sustaining you and being so delicious yeah i mean that sounds like a joke even if it's serious but like there's people that uh, unfortunately there's people that that die from lack of food like it's a very serious thing we love food yeah (laughs) everyone loves food Food it's amazing food it it gives us life it's you know but uh, no but even if you try to be serious about it i mean honestly that sounds like a blessing Mm -hmm. like it sounds literally like like a blessing like if i were to write a song like that it sounds religious yeah, don't yeah you almost think? like uh, give us our dead or bread or daily bread that's sort of i guess that'd be a serious message about food yeah yeah exactly it's almost like okay if you're going to talk about something mundane and then you sanctify it like that it, yeah we'll have this like religious bed you can't just write like a non-religious yeah. ode to food <laughs> ode to food <laughs> well Maybe you can. <laughs> Maybe you can. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? What do we got next? All right. So we're going uh, a little bit more hip hop, a little bit. Let's say same time period, though. This is 1990s. 1990. Not 90s. 1990. Mm. This is uh, Ham and Eggs by A Tribe Called Quest on um, the album People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm. That's hard to say. Try to say that one three times fast. People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit wordy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a bit wordy. But... <laughs> From a band called A Tribe Called Quest, I think wordy is expected. <laughs> a Tribe Called Quest. I, I love that name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, well, we'll play it and then we'll see what we think. See what we think. Chica. Nope. 
What's a mama's basket? Some veggie links And some fish that stinks Why just the other day I went to grandma's house Smelled like she conjured up a mouse Eggs was frying Ham was smelling In ten minutes she started yelling Come and get it And the gittins look good I said I shouldn't eat it She said I think you should But I can't I'm plagued by vegetarians No cats and dogs, I'm not a veterinarian Strictly collard greens and a occasional steak Goes on my plate Asparagus tips look yummy, yummy, yummy Candy yams inside my tummy A collage of good eats Some snacks, some nice treats Apple sauce and some nice red beets This is what we snacked on when we're questing No second guessing I don't eat no ham and eggs Cause I don't eat Doggone turkey, beef jerky, slim gems I eat sometimes. I like lemon and limes, and if not that, I get the roti and the sour sauce. Sit back, relax, listen to some hip hop. Gum drops of gummy bears tease my eyes. I sight the sore ones and so up highs. Another goodie that are filled with goo, with pineapple roots, delectable delights. Controls my appetites. Bosses boy eat right, but I know what I like. Chicken for lunch. Chicken for my dinner, chicken, 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 I'm a finger licking winner. When breakfast time comes, I don't recognize. Pig in the pan or a pair of bogey shots. Pisses through tomatoes, home fried potatoes, or anything with flair. Cook it, I'm in there. Pay attention to the tribe as we impose. This is how it goes. I don't eat no Get, get funky, say funk, 
and the other half is say rhythm on the count of three. One, two, one, two, three, kick it. by a tribe called quest yeah that's uh they're a hip-hop collective i really liked it (laughs) yeah man we were bopping along to that the whole time yeah 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 it's a great band and they like they're they're not this i wouldn't even say it's a jokey song you know oh come on you you think it's 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 jokey but it's 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 a ode to food they're talking about yeah it is that is a note to food. That, that, that song is absolutely a note to food. It's not food as a metaphor. It's just these, these are the foods yeah. I like. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I think on it, as we were listening, I was thinking like, wow, this song is it. Like this is an ode to food. There's no, it's not, it's not an advertisement. It's not a metaphor. Like, no, it is an ode to food. Yeah. It's actually surprising because when I was looking for songs to do with food, I was having a really hard time to find pretty much anything. And so I started looking into like hip hop and rap, and and it really, uh, it's, it's there's so much more to all. like there's so many more songs that take place with either food or like around a barbecue or something like that's what that's what the music and the culture is doing. That's interesting. That's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, it seemed like it was just like fun. Like it seemed like they're just having a fun time. You want to be with them talking about ham and eggs. Which, by the way, do do you eat ham and eggs? Uh, I eat eggs for sure, a lot of eggs. Yeah. I, I yeah, I eat ham. I haven't had a lot of ham lately, but <laughs> yeah, you love eggs. It's true. Yeah, I think I, if you were to write a song, it'd probably be about eggs, no? Uh, yeah. What's what? What? Okay, let's let's. I think let's talk I think that's this. fair. It's fair. I yeah. would say that on average, because there's days I don't eat any eggs, but on average, I probably have like two to four eggs a day. They're high in cholesterol, man. You don't listen to the Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> tribe Called Quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the energy that powers my day, you know. If I, if I, I don't know. I find otherwise I get very hungry, like really quick. <laughs> wow. You know, I have to say it's so funny because I cannot, eggs are the one food I cannot eat them. I just can't. I can't do it. Like, I, I physically can't do it. If I put an egg in my mouth, like, I will retch. <laughs> is, it, a, is it really just the texture the taste like i i, mm-hmm. I see that because like i'm i have my own idiosyncrasies with with eggs too where i, I wouldn't want to just eat like a fried egg or a sunny side egg by itself that's weird like it's kind of really? gross yeah but you put the same egg and you put it on a piece of toast it's delicious oh my god no i don't know i can't do it whichever maybe doused in ketchup and it's scrambled oh. to the point where like you don't even know it's egg. <laughs> you don't even know it's egg. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's it's honestly it's the taste and the texture and I wish I liked eggs. No, well you know, they're so full of protein and they're <laughs> cholesterol apparently. And, <laughs> and cholesterol too. <laughs> yeah. And they're everywhere, you know. It was also like, oh man, traveling, you know, because I'm also a vegetarian, a pescatarian, whatever. And whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um yeah, everyone, you know, if you're traveling some places, they're, they're all like, what do you mean you don't eat meat, you know? And then they're like, okay, we have eggs. <laughs> you have to be that person like, oh my God, 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, no eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is hard. That is hard because it's such an easy meal. It's such an easy breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> it is. I know. It's like everything, and it could be cooked in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And chickens are such great animals, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they make eggs. But anyways, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> did you know eggs come from chickens? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but if you were to write okay, if you were to write an ode to food, what what would it be? Do you think it'd be eggs? I think actually I didn't I, I, I didn't know before, but it would probably have to be eggs. I think I've it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I've probably eaten more eggs than I've eaten anything else. Hmm. You know, like in, wow. in in my lifetime, if I think of like the food that I have eaten the most, like it, there's something to be said about having two to four eggs every day. You know, like that's just consistency there. Wow, that is consistency, <laughs> man. I don't know, honestly, nothing. It's it's that's meaningful. Like, whoa, what would it be? It would probably be about fruit in general. I think I don't know. I love I love fruit. It'd probably be about fruit. Maybe citruses. Sounds a bit more healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but eggs not eggs are also worth writing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe you can write a song. Maybe, but I don't think I'll make it on the charts. <laughs> no. Well, on we can put anything on here. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> yeah. All right, what we got next? Yeah, all right. Well, I, I'm going to go again here with uh, another hip-hop, hip-hop song. Actually, this is more modern hip-hop. This is, uh, I guess I should do a little bit of a, not a warning. Well, that's what it is. A warning. It's, uh, <laughs> this is a modern rap song. It's uh, it's and uh, by the artist Killer Mike on on the album R.A.P., which stands for Rebellious African People, and the song is called Southern Fried, uh, released in 2012. So okay, you know what I realized, and I'm I mean I'm sure this is so obvious, but Southern Fried is obviously a play on words on Southern Pride. Duh. I did not put that together. <laughs> I don't know. What I saw because I, I I've heard this song before, and but I, I never... thought it was like Southern Fried Chicken. No, I really think it's a play on Southern Pride. I believe, I believe it, I believe it. That's what I think. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, play and maybe we can decide. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll decide. Welcome to this countrified, bonafide, and my flow is sweet as a Never been a sour apple, I'm a now later guy I'ma tell her something sweet and she gon' lick me later guy Hello to my hater guy, how you doing sirs? I know you got me words, but keep them to yourself unless those murders will occur Cause I'm from Killer Hill, Adam Hill, right there, Joe Boy, home, and this hill Had a triple wildwood in Plainville, these motherfuckers murdered in plain sight Every day broad daylight, they ain't right, shit slow cold wild in zone 4 Since the 80s, it's been that way though, my nigga Uncle Dash from back at the popo. He went out, but he ain't go slow though, even hit the car back with the faux photo Got buried in a Rolex joints and a polo, nigga died pretty as a pimp in a photo Whoa, whoa, he ain't hear fat boy, he ain't say that boy, don't even try to act boy That fat black motherfucker got away with the words I tell you he can rap boy Respect my word like a rabbi, I'ma pull the house to a motherfucker don't meet to your girlfriend, she gon' look your dead eye Tell your soul, motherfucker, he still fly Ain't I fresh, ain't I clean Ain't I riding through the city in the meanest machine Ain't I, ain't I one hundred player for show Ain't I slick by pimp gang and just my Mac on your hoe Ain't I, ain't I fresh, ain't I clean Ain't I riding through the city in the meanest machine Ain't I, ain't I one hundred player for show Ain't I slick by pimp gang and just my Mac on your hoe so clean, rolling down the street so slow, so sweet like a cup of codeine, smoking on that Irene with a sweet country girl named Irene, Eileen, Philly, Irene. 
the motherfucker T, so please don't try me. My Chevrolet late, but naked on the asphalt flow, flashing her high beams. And I'm still in the company of Irene, and we've been joined by Maxine. We Maxine, relaxing, chilling, double stacking. And me been the West Side player that'll be, I'm trying to see what's happening. And what's happening? Menage in my garage. These two young ladies is the reason I idolize. That's all day I dream about. That sex scene, you texting, hoping that they call you. Barbecue and call them up and say, hey, fall through. And you know we're shrimping lots of tails and they into a room with lots of players. My partner's young black millionaires and they all about some money. And yeah, young gun, it's a double entendre. You ain't gotta wonder when you ask her, wonder what she been doing hanging out with Shauna. She tell you nothing, honey. Southern Fried by Killer Mike on his 2012 album, R.A.P. Yeah, I guess it's less of an ode to food and more food being in the presence. I'm not sure if you... <laughs> I don't think that song was an ode to food. No. But food was mentioned at one point, right? I've actually read I read through the lyrics. It's it's a day in the his life. Like he, he's driving around the city and part of the like one of the one of the parts of the song is going to a barbecue. With... Oh, okay, that's what it is. Cuz yeah, at one point he talks about shrimps yeah, you lobster tails. Lobster tails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think the fried, I think it's a play on words. I don't I, 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 don't... I believe that. I believe it. I yeah. guess I've, I've seen pictures of Killer Mike. He's just a really big guy. I think he like loves food in general. Aww. And so they it comes up as maybe not as an ode to food but as as lyrics like there's a nod there's a there's a there's a nice nod in there there's a nice nod in there to the food 
to the food. Yeah. yeah. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. You never heard of him? He's probably, he's been described, I'm not sure if this is good for you, but he's been described <laughs> as your favorite rapper, favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Like oh, but isn't, hey, that's funny. Cause isn't that like how you got into him in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. You like Kendrick Lamar. I like Kendrick Lamar, and then he liked him. But no, I've heard of, I've heard like other where the other people talk about Killer Mike being because he I think he's doing like he's kind of bigger now because you even see him do like interviews with like Bernie Sanders and stuff like that. Like he's like a oh my God, he's like an true. activist now. That's but, true. But okay, but there's definitely an activist like lean to his music for sure, for sure. Yeah, but like he, did, there's, I think a long time like because he started like back in like the '90s and he just he didn't really take off like a lot of other people take took off. But in the community itself. He was considered really, really good, but he just didn't have, find a lot of commercial success until like the last five years. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know this stuff. Yeah. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Let's change. Let's change the tune here. What? What? Right. How are we gonna play this out? Yeah, we're okay. We're really pivoting here. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the like hip hop rap train, and now we're we're gonna like probably take the furthest departure from that you, you can imagine <laughs> got off the train took a bus we're at a new oh, station yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 we got off the train we took a bus to the ferry the ferry to a remote island and that island is margaritaville <laughs> yep all right, so guys, so just to, you know, wrap this up, I think, well, we thought it would be appropriate to actually end with the song that inspired this whole playlist in the first place. And you probably caught it at the very beginning, but that song is Cheeseburger in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett, okay? Jimmy Buffett is funny, so I did not... I grew up listening to a lot of classic rock because of my dad, but Jimmy Buffett was certainly not in that category. Like, I really distinctly remember Margaritaville and Jimmy Buffett coming on and just being like, no, you know, like just immediately turning it off, you know? Um, So I never really got into Jimmy Buffett. Um, But then I heard this song and I was like, wow, this, this is pretty funny. Like this, there's something to this. It's kind of like, Oh man, there's something I, I find there's something so artistic when something's just so ridiculous. It's camp. Okay, you know what? It's camp. It is camp. <laughs> what I was just describing there, it's camp. That's what it is. You know, um, it's it's ridiculous to like just to like beyond self consciousness. I think, or maybe I don't know, or maybe interesting. I think it's a pretty campy song, but um, but interesting about Jimmy Buffett. So. I was doing a little reading about him because I don't really know him. And to me, Jimmy Buffett, um, he just seems so all-American. Don't you find, like... Yeah, I think your, your words were actually... You you said, oh, I thought he was white bread. You, you're, oh, you're... I call him white bread, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he just seems such a... Like, you're, you're kind of just, like, like American white bread. You, you know, like, that's just the vibe of, of Jimmy Buffett and... You know, with all the you just you just think of like boomers in their Hawaiian shirts and their little hats like that. That's just the image associated. And not only that, he's also like he's a businessman. That's the other thing about Jimmy Buffett. You know, it's funny to think of him as an artist because he's not related to Warren Buffett, is he? (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe (laughs) who knows? I don't think so though. (laughs) But no, but he's interesting because actually that's a whole other interesting topic. Like business and art having to coexist but you but for some reason 
it feels wrong when they do. It's almost like if you focus too much on the business, it's taking away from the art. So maybe that's why I kind of think as Jimmy Buffett is not so artistic because he's a businessman. Like he's got a chain of restaurants. He's his net worth is something like ha- like half a billion dollars. I'm not joking. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yep, yep. Also, when I was reading his Wikipedia page, I was like shocked to learn that he's Jewish. Normally. I'm pretty good at, at, at sussing out my kin, you know? I'm pretty good, but this one, I was like, what? Jimmy Buffett. You're kidding. No way. I don't see it, but I guess so. <laughs> All right. With that being said, do you have any final words about, I don't know, or be- what final words, I guess, final before words. we... About the song? What's it called again? When did it come out? Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Sorry. It's like the, the main info here. Right. So the song is obviously Cheeseburger in Paradise. The artist is Jimmy Buffett. The album is Son of a Son of a Sailor. Son of a Son of a Sailor. I love that name. Son of a Gun. Son <laughs> of a Son of a Sailor. And um, and it came out in 1978. 1978. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Tried to amend my carnivorous habits. Made an illness seven.
And that, my friends, was Cheeseburger in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett, again released in 1978 on the album Son of a Son of a Sailor. Son of a Son of a Sailor, man. Son of a Son of a Sailor, yeah. <laughs> and that that is an ode to food. That is, that's a true ode to food, yeah. That's just uh, the joy of food and the joy of eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheeseburgers in particular. particular. None, none of that healthy stuff, you know? <laughs> no, 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 you tried that already. Yeah, you tried that. <laughs> so apparently that song, because uh, Jimmy Buffett was a sailor, and apparently... He's a sailor? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's, he doesn't just like write island stuff like based off of nothing. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah, aside from the cheeseburger, it's very like Caribbean, very like island tune, eh? Oh yeah, that's his vibe. He's it's all Margaritaville, you know. That, that's his energy. But um, but so that so that song, um, there's that line where he talks about sailors eating the same thing again and again, and and I think that's pretty true to life for him. I think that's actually what inspired this song is that he was eating like the same canned food again and again and he was just craving a cheeseburger yeah hey i feel i feel that you know if you can't get what you want you you just want it more and more yeah not only that cheeseburgers it's something so like quintessential american like i think if you think <laughs> of one food one food to go with like america yeah yeah, yeah. cheeseburger yeah yeah i think that's the, that or me a hot dog but that's about a cheeseburger sideways <laughs> <laughs> yeah fast food basically yeah this wonderful american creation um when you are not in Canada, when you're abroad, what, what's the food that you crave? The uh, Canadian cuisine? Yeah, yeah, generally. When you're somewhere and you, you can't get, you know, familiar food, what's the food you crave the most? What is the food I crave the most? That's, you really put me on the spot here. Yeah, I'm not sorry. sure if I, <laughs> if I have food cravings like this. Do you, okay, okay, how about I'll rephrase it. It doesn't have to be Canadian food. Is there any food that, do, do you have any distinct memories of really craving a particular food in one instance? Because it was just not around, or it was who knows? Not around. Yeah. Uh, um, I th- well, I, I remember. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure if it was the food so much, but I. Yeah, I I worked a lot in like northern northern work camps in in, North, in Alberta there, and you would just like they would do. They had good cooks. They had good cooks, but it, there was just the vegetables were never fresh. It was like it, you were the last stop, right? Those vegetables had to be shipped into a city that then shipped them up to the next place that then shipped them to you, and so. Everything was just a little bit limp. And I don't remember like any particular food <laughs> that I wanted, but I just wanted, like, can I just get like a fresh salad? Can I get a fresh, oh. like, can I get some like good apples? Like everything was just soft, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. That's a nice thing to crave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I remember when I was in China, um, it was really hard to, I remember, I, well, I was really, really craving like Western desserts like that buttery fattening you know flowery like i just chocolate like i was really really craving western desserts and i have this one memory of going to um a buffet at a at a fancy hotel (laughs) and they had tiramisu and i remember telling myself don't do it do not do it it's not gonna be what you expect like it's not gonna be it's not you know but i wanted that tiramisu so badly and so I, I had some of that tiramisu, and sure enough, sure enough, it was tiramisu with, oh frick, what's that fruit called? Go- goji berry. No, 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 that like smelly fruit. You know that fruit that smells really bad. Yeah. Man, what's that fruit called again? The, I, I'm not much sure if I can. Oh my god, I'm losing my brain. I'm losing my <laughs> mind. You know that there's okay, whatever. There's a fruit. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. 
Yeah. You know, we don't remember. I don't. Is it is it a Chinese fruit sort of thing or? I don't know if it's no. It's it's all over Asia. Um, wow. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. It's gonna. Okay. That that smelly fruit. The tiramisu was made with that fruit, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. You shouldn't have had the freaking tiramisu, you know. Anyways, yeah, craving. I'm craving you, yeah. So you just want want what you want, and the more you can't get it, the, the more you want it. That's that's very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. still bothering me. Still bothering this gonna, fruit. The yeah, name it's, of this fruit. it's gonna come to you're me gonna, later. Yeah, you're gonna jolt to the bed at like three in the morning. Like it was a. <laughs> yeah, I remember in China, this was so funny, but yeah, they would have that fruit on. Like like on a pizza with mozzarella cheese, and it was actually delicious. It was so good, which seems strange to have like no tomato sauce. It was just mozzarella cheese, and this fruit on like pizza dough was really really good. Hmm. Yeah. Because hmm. if you think about it, pizza is like a combination of cheese and like tomato is like the sweet, you know. So right, right. right. So this is just a different sweet. It's a different sweet. It's a different sweet. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, all these songs, you know, I'm kind of... Are you hungry? I'm kind of hungry now, yeah. Yeah, should we go get a snack? I think so. I think we got some uh, some blueberry crumble in the fridge. Yeah, nice. all right. Let's go have <laughs> some blueberry crumble. All right. Well, uh, with that, thank you so much for listening to our episode all about food. All about food, or mostly about food. Mostly about food. Food in, in the subject. Yeah, yeah, and if you can think of some more food songs, like food really as an ode to food, I'd like to hear it. I would love to hear it. I'm so it's curious. It's hard to find. It's hard to find some yeah, good ones. It was tough. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Is it crumble time? Crumble time. Crumble time. All right. Thank you. Until next time. All right. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>